0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Friends of the Show podcast. for The first time filmed before a live studio audience, (laughs) as you say, in the industry. Is that right? Oh, yeah. All right. Nick Johnson is back. Dylan Visano is back. Nine lives, the two of you guys. Every summer, sounds like it'll be the last. I went through a phase like this myself. Never is. You're here again. You're both insisting it's the last summer still, but we'll get to that in a minute. Welcome back, both of you.
1: Thank you. Good to be here, as always. All right,. Now,
0: we have the two of you, and then we have your heirs apparent, sort of Chris Morales and Zach Chase, friends of the show, and the four of you did something cataclysmic today. so I just want to hand the mic over to Nick because you're apparently the team captain.
1: Yeah, begin. um all right, we'll go back and forth with this so um over the past couple of weeks. There's been this intern softball game that we've set up with Katuit and it's been kind of a smoke and mirror show over the years. Uh, Dylan in 2010 played in it, and we've tried.
0: Several of the subscribers to this podcast played in the inaugural game in 07. Okay, I didn't and know how several far Several that- of us are still haunted by it to this Ooh. day.
1: Ooh, we'll get into that. Yes. <laughs> but um, so it hadn't, it hadn't happened in a while, and you have to really credit Katuit an intern for them. Paige Gibson really kept this going. I didn't, I didn't think it would happen. So, we finally, we set a time and a date, which was today. Um, game set for 11, and uh, we played. I don't know the name of the
0: park, but it's right behind yeah, McKean. Lopes Field. Lopes Field. Yeah, um, do they still have the little... Uh Plank that you walk across to get across the creek, the one piece of wood? No, no,
1: no, no plank, but the uh, outfield had been mowed in a year, probably. Okay. High
0: grass. So did you get there accessing it through the outfield here, yeah. or did you go down Old Colony Road? We oh, parked. We initially parked in McKeon and okay. then walked through the swamp. And Didn't have an issue the with way. the creek? No. No, well, maybe it's thinned out to the point where you can. It used to be a thing. You used to have to either leap over or you used to have to build a bridge to walk across.
1: Yeah, the, the creek's been redirecting okay. over the years. I've heard Jimmy talk about that. But, um, you know, to start uh, to do due diligence, uh we all set the alarms for eight a m um you know we we yeah we and we live with six other interns, and so uh alarms go off, none of us really wake up, and uh Chris Morales, friend of the show, comes into the room with the final countdown blaring, and it was like, you know i'm I'm six to midnight i'm I'm up, I'm ready to go.
0: Everyone's just going crazy. Pump up music. I'll solicit Dylan's opinion here for a second. Do you win the game if he doesn't do that?
2: Fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. He uh, he comes in. I hear it. I'm like all right. Like comes in. Starts dancing. Gets really into it. I was like, I. Right, you know, we get it. We get. And then it kind of the, the switch flipped. That's game time. And then I hear everybody. And then game on. So I definitely think that played a big role in today's victory.
0: You may want to remind some people of the whole Iroquois dynamic, because we haven't talked about this on the podcast for a year now. You had about, what, 70% of the team in the house as this was going on? Uh, the uh, Half, about half of okay. the intern group. Um, Just to quickly refresh
1: you, have Chris Morales, Dylan Mazano, uh, Sammy O'Brien, Kelsey Grant, Jake Maddox were the interns who played in the game today. And so we we immediately we head out to Sports Authority and played against Sports played against Sports. first. Uh, we go there, we look at a lot of bats, uh, end up going with one that was twenty five percent off. Um, and then we went to get used gloves. I ended up dropping sixty on a glove, and which I'm ashamed. I'm not proud of that. Well, it
2: passed the test. The the guy at Played Against Sports let us go outside, and I was throwing Nick. Sky High pop ups. He caught him. So yeah, that test. was big. Yeah, the guy. I mean, because. We're in the store flicking them. Yeah, you're not you just really dropping tell. 60 bucks. Yeah, you, can't you can't really tell. The, the, guy, yeah, nice the store enough. is full of hockey pucks. Yeah.
0: So that's not going to help you.
2: Nice enough, said, Well, you want Tessie go outside. We started to go to the front. There's not too many people go in the back, less cars. So I'm throwing them high pop ups. Well, He's see, the true.
1: big thing was it, was, it was it is a nice glove. Rawlings, Heart of the Hide, um, Gold Edition. And usually, a glove retail, it's 120. It was 60. Beautifully broken in, actually. But my big thing was I knew I was playing left field today. Softball takes up almost a majority of that. So that was my main concern. Went with it. Um, Next stop was a sports authority to get bases and some balls. We're looking at 10, 15-ish, first pitch at 11. So we get here, and and Jim Hogan, team writer, another intern, sent us a text. Katuit's here. They're all on McKeon. There's 15 of them. So I mean, I I was a little nervous. I'm like, "Wow!" Was it
0: like the Sandlot? Did they all like show up on their fancy new bikes and matching uniforms?
1: Well, see, turned out not to be them.
0: But for us, you know, it got jacked us off the
1: energy. BP an hour. It was was, even an hour early. They want yeah, and that did concern me. Turned out to be some just group of guys playing on the field. But anyway, uh, we we get down there. We start hitting around um, a little infield, outfield, getting the arms loose. And I-O,
0: they're calling that in the business this year. I've picked up on that. I don't know. I think V-L-O was the word of the year last year. IO IO, I-O. Infield, I-O. I-O. Infield. outfield. Oh, an outfield. Oh, wow. Saving yourself those critical two syllables, <laughs> which we're always looking to do in baseball. Oh, I-O.
1: So, we we get Katua to roll in 1045. Um, oh, and show and go. They, they come in hot. Uh, they come in with the Barcelona Patriot Cup, which is, for listeners who don't know, the Series trophy between the two teams, best of uh, six games, and this year actually came down to a tiebreaker. Both teams winning three games, and then having to go to strikeouts, and they won by one strikeout. So they they have it. And there was you know yesterday a couple tweets going back and forth, uh, taunting them with the cup. So they brought it. Um, and I'll go to you, Dylan, right here. First reaction, I thought they brought some athletes when I I mean I looked oh, at yeah. them and I was like. This is going to be a game.
2: A couple of diesels.
1: Yeah, I saw,
2: I saw them roll up, and and you knew, like you said, it was going to be a game. It's time.
1: Yeah, it wasn't just you know which excites you as a competitor. You don't. I mean, I would have been angry if we rolled, you know, steamrolled, and. So well, I was. I was. No, I mean, the one thing, you, two things. You looked at. You looked
2: one. Okay, there's some athletes. Two, not a lot of girls. Meaning. You know, right. In That's, in softball, that makes things very difficult. Easy right. so we're right. rolling four girls deep. So, yeah.
1: You know, and and they're 10 point. total. We're at 14. Yeah. Now so you're in, saying less at-bats. You're going to have to hit 14. Oh, because
0: inter- you're batting the whole yeah, order. I mean, we decided know, to the do, the do that. that yeah, no. in the Field. Okay, yeah, that could have been huge.
1: Yeah, we decided to do that. We thought that was fair. Sure. Give everyone an A-B, not pinch hit and all that. So
0: uh, we – We go seven innings or nine? Nine. Nine. Okay. Which
1: I thought was like a no-brainer.
2: Katuu, it wanted to go six. Oh, nine could is this take the a while. Week? Already, when I was hearing nine could take a while, is a good sign. <laughs> Shows yeah. they have no yeah, confidence
0: oh, in their pitcher. Nine or their defense. Oh, nine's a little long. Right. No, it's a good point. It's the only option. This was an eleven a.m. first pitch. Yeah. So what are you worried about? So um, they they you know
1: we're sitting around eleven rolls around. They're waiting on two girls apparently hungover. So they finally get to the park eleven thirty and they, they looked hungover. It was a bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's another major plus. I don't know. They were the ones that originally yeah. pushed this 11 a.m. start. A guaranteed time. I have a victory to question the wisdom there.
1: Guaranteed a victory over at Lowell too. a couple of days earlier. So, yeah. um, if I'm their team captain, I'm a little pissed. But uh, you know, they come in and we we set our we set our lineup. Um, you know, I'll, if we want, we'll run through that for you. We have Jake Maddox leading off. Um, third base, third base, a fastest. Yeah, you're good at you're the announcer for the team. Why don't you yeah. just bring so, us to so it? So Jake Maddox led off third base. I
2: batted second, played shortstop. Uh, we had Zach, Zach, high school, high Zach. school Zach, in the outfield. I guess right center, um, hitting third. Nick cleaned up in left field, premier spot. Batting fifth
1: was the other high schooler, Joe. Center field. Now Joe's the guy who also does the mascot a lot, kind of the right. tall.
0: Th- yes, definitely has uh developed beyond his years, I would say. Yes. If you're gonna have high school players, Joe's the one that you would want. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, and then hitting sixth was uh Jim Hogan played second base. Team rider. Uh, team rider. Um batting seventh simo mm-hmm. he was uh he was at first base, had a first base his glove and all is impressive. Uh, Lefty, too. That's that's big. Um, Huge. huge. Then hitting eighth was was Zach. Zach Chase. Zenus. He was hitting eighth. He was in the outfield. Uh, Big addition. Low-key under the radar. Shows up late. But our pitcher, Brian, he's a a photographer for the team, intern. Shows up. Put him in the ninth spot. And then the girls after that. So, Sammy, Kelsey. Fortunately, Big. big, big move. And and I give the girls a lot of credit for this. Eagles went out the door. We were thinking, I right, you're gonna have to bat four girls in a row. That's that's an inning and a half you're giving away. I mean, you're just giving it away. But the girls came to an agreement there'd be two in the lineup at one time matching their two for Katuit. And the first go around it was Sammy and Kelsey, two roommates. And then the next time it was Hannah. And Paige two interns for hiatus. In the
0: process, all four of them realistically running the very real risk that they would only bat once in the entire exactly.
2: game. Exactly, once, twice, in a nine. in yeah, that's
0: you've really got. Uh, you've really got to put your the hat, team in front of yourself. Tip your Egos like at that. the door. Yeah. So
2: now instead of rolling four girls deep at the end of the lineup, it's two. It's manageable. More at bats to the top of the order, Huge. which is which is big. So that's our lineup.
1: Yeah. So we set the well. We had a late arrival. Uh, we won't name names. Late arrival, about first pitch had already just about to happen. Um Put him last because, you know, lineup had been set. Quit before first pitch. So he already had a little bit of anarchy before first pitch. I think morale-wise that was huge because that would have been the cancer in the clubhouse. Well,
0: I had a, a coach in football in high school who referred to it as weeding out the opposers. Mm-hmm. On a team you have leaders – you have followers who follow the leaders, but then you have opposers who are actively trying to undermine what the team well, is doing. And you spend your season, which in your case was one day, trying to weed out <laughs> the opposers. And if you can get an opposer to quit, that can be as good as having someone step up to a leadership role. Because you know, if you look at it as like a game of tug of war, you know, if there's nobody to pull the other way, then you're going forward.
2: Well, yeah, and especially in slow pitch softball, where you really don't know who can play where. And your big positions, your third base, your shortstop, left side of the outfield. Now, all of a sudden, you know, what qualifies me to play shortstop per se? I kick a ball around. All of a sudden, guy rolls up late. Maybe he thinks he should play short. It turns into a whole thing. So him leaving actually, I think, set the tone early that, okay, it's
1: business. It's business.
0: So we, we huddle up. I've seen photographs of this huddle. It was an epic huddle.
1: Yeah, I mean, all 14 of us huddle up.
0: Someone declares me captain, which I actually took a huge honor. Well, you had actually made the big speech last night, Mm -hmm. when we're recording this anyway, Mm -hmm. on Hawk Talk, the daily sensation after every Harbor Hawks game. Episode, what was it, 39 that you made this speech on? Yeah, 38, 39 at this point. It was the YD3 Hyannis 2 game. I'm going to invite everyone to pause this now google nicholas milo johnson vimeo v-i-m-e-o and you're going to want to watch that episode so you can see what we're talking about so click the pause button give yourself the five minutes and then come back so that you know what we're talking about if you actually did that i give you a ton of credit if you actually hit the pause button when i told you to and then came back and then you've watched it and then you know what we're talking about that's amazing you are the best and i'm so glad you listen to this show But anyway, that speech that you gave last night, how could you make anybody else the captain after that? So,
1: I mean, they actually asked me to do another speech. Uh, I tried to rally the troops the best I could. Um, I talked about really my my disdain towards Kituit, and I I don't really quit. You know, at this point, I don't care who hears about it. Um, I hate them. I hate the city. Actually, like when we drive through I'm I'm pissed. If there's a detour, you go through it. And it's just like, you know, at first I didn't get the rivalry at all. It didn't make sense to me. I, you know, not from the area, don't care at all. And then over the years, the way it's coached, the the, the showing up of players, the, the whole fact that Barnstable, even the county, gives them $200,000 to save some goddamn trees around their stadium, and we can't get money to laser level our stadium. I mean honestly and we can believe it's bullshit so
0: i mean they put the flyers on your cars when you're at the game is that happening you guys Uh, here here on opening night
1: yeah and i mean it's and and you and you go there and and everyone's a pain in the ass i mean i mean and i'm not trying to be the i'm not trying to it's like your cord is showing i need you to move your table two inches to the right i'm not exaggerating i mean it's as big as a deal they can make it and as much control they can put over you they're gonna do it it and it's Annoying and it's horrible. I mean, Fox College Sports comes, only team to oppose it, only team to say, you know what, we don't want them here at all. Uh, it takes away from our listeners' experience from watching our internet broadcasters. Okay, whatever. <laughs> that being said, this year they have to do it because the league makes it a mandate. So the the woman who does the interviews for Fox College Sports, a sideline reporter, doesn't have anyone to really do that day. You know, slow day comes up to me can we talk about the documentary you're shooting this summer I said yeah if that's if that's what it's come to sure you can you can <laughs> you know you can have me on air and she's like okay so you know i think after the third inning, you know come you know we'll get on the field we weren't allowed on the field she didn't get permission from Katua to do an interview on their field we i said that's not happening and we did do it on she's the field she's
0: an on field reporter that For is the fox name college of her sports job right but Katie Fitzpatrick friend of yes. the
1: show Kituit said no. So, I mean, it's like this is what you're dealing with. It's not just like – It's
0: not like she was some outsider. Katie no. worked in the Cape League for several years. Yeah. Did a it, lot of work at every ballpark.
1: It is – is, I mean, if anything, when you look back at this, all it is doing is promoting the league in a positive way. I mean, what other summer leagues are on national television? And if you're Katuit, Lowell Park aesthetically is an, an incredible-looking field. So if you have you know kids in college or you have kids in high school that are watching this game – I want to play for Katua because that field is yeah. you know, it's badass. It looks great. It looks the part and, and you know, whatever. So, and I feel that attitude carries to the interns. Kind of cold, kind of like just everyone's got this black and white. They're so smiling.
0: You know, collared shirts yeah, as part a, of their intern uniform. I feel like that, it seeps down. You know, well, it I mean, seeps it's into you, It's, you it's a
1: rich team. I mean, like yes. they have them, Chatham and them have the most money and it, it really shows, um, and it looks beautiful, and the you know the act is nice and whatever. But tonight, today, it, for me and Dylan, it was everything. It was five years of hatred, five years of disdain, five mm. years of really mm. them, yeah, t- in any category except twenty eleven, kind of destroying us. I mean, we over our five years haven't really dominated them. And so it
0: came to a boiling point. It yeah. did,
1: and, and, and it. For me, I knew like this will be our last game, so we have to win. We have to win this game.
2: Uh, I mean, must win is an understatement today. This so we, is a game you cannot lose.
1: We we go into the game, and you know, to be you know, they're talking, they're talking shit, like they should be. You know, they bring the trophy in, and they're chirping, and you know, it's kind of like you know, you, it's not even fun at this. You know, it's, it's like it's legitimate anger and hatred coming from both yeah. people. Like, which is great. It only fired me up. I respect the hell out of that. I mean. As a competitor, that's all you want. So, we get off to, uh, uh, you know, first inning, we put two guys on. um, Maddox leads off the hit. I get a hit. You know, ultimately, we don't score a run. Then, you know, two errors in the first inning leads to a quick two-at-one-nothing lead. So... You know, we're batting 14, so I am I personally, at this point, I'm a little nervous because the balls we're using was not the right kind of ball, and there was really no pop. I mean, for both teams, no one was hitting it over 150 feet. So, so you're not
0: going to swing your way out of this problem. No,
1: no, and that was my whole thing is that we had the pop to just actually blow this game away, and, and the field wasn't deep, the dimensions weren't deep, but these balls weren't going to fly, so it was like, okay, we're going to have to string hits together, which I didn't think was the strength of this team at all.
0: One of the the real challenges in any kind of softball play is everyone knows how to play correctly. Everyone knows what it takes to win. You need a team to buy into the concept that you're not swinging for the fences, that you need to hit a long series of consecutive low-line drives because most people that are playing softball are not good players and that if you hit the ball low and hard they're not going to defend it correctly. And if you do that enough times, you get enough runs, and it builds and it builds. Someone always says that. To I've never been at a softball game when someone <laughs> wasn't preaching that to their team. Oh, but the follow-through, the, on the, ground. the follow-through is near zero.
1: No, I mean, that was our message the whole game. You know, hard and on the ground, hard on, on the so ground. so seldom is it heated.
0: Yeah. That's what makes today special.
1: So, I mean, we we fall, and, you know, Dylan, you're so good at remembering innings and what happened. You know, take it from there, kind of. Yeah, so second inning, we're down 1-0. You got the string of girls
2: coming up. Uh, Kelsey, no, Sammy O'Brien leads off, gets a base hit. That's huge. 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 Infield single, Mm -hmm. yep. Uh, Kelsey, fielder choice. So one out, one on. And now I'm thinking, all right, here comes the next girl. That's when they
1: pulled the move. All right, Jake, you're back up. Oh, So life. instead of going girl, girl, they say
0: no, we'll take we'll their spots out the of the order. So that was the, you were able to do that mid-game. Maybe it was
2: – maybe well, lineup cards were not exchanged. At, so at see, the start. that's
0: extremely controversial. So, well, no, no. If I, I'm it, I'm blaming that for the loss. I'm hiding behind that for all it's worth.
1: Yeah, I think the girls had predetermined that after yeah. talking to them. After but, the, we but we were didn't know. So, I mean, for us, it was like, wow, you know. A gift. A gift. So also, you have Jake Maddox coming up again. Jake Maddox picks up a single, moves Kelsey all the way to third, first,
2: and third one out. I come up, get a single left side, big pump fist. We're tied at one. Um, We proceed to get another hit, and then you got a hit, Nick, in that situation. Was that the only time? uh, Yeah, yeah, you popped up. Um, We get a third run that inning, though. He ends up getting another base hit. 3-1, uh, to one. actually some base running by Jake Maddox, which they started to call foul play on.
1: He ran past third. They went to go tag him out of the baseline. That's well, no the- cleats, so he tried to stop, skidded past the bag, went to go back to the bat, eluded the tag, kept going home. Third baseman said he was out of the base path. The big, I think the best argument against that is, think about you're on second single, you're rounding the base. There's a big turn there. I mean, he was not out of the baseline. Uh, Malvin, Terry, you know, uh, if that's how you guys want to play, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But well, we no, are yeah, we he's are in the play coach's like box. As uh, so come on, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, come on. And you inform them that down, yes, that pal. is in fact yeah. how we. Well, yeah, to it's, okay.
1: it's, it's fair, and right. he should have been. It tagged. Cool. I mean, tag made. him in. That's not an issue. I mean, it, literally, he was standing there, juking the guy out. You tag him. As a
0: wise man once said, make the adjustment. Oh, yeah, absolutely!
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> so yeah, we go up three to one. Uh, we're sitting pretty good about the fourth inning or so. They tie it up. They get two runs in the inning. Uh, Tied 3-3. We get another run, I want to say the fifth or sixth. It's a 4-3 game going into the top of the eighth, and it's pressure like you wouldn't believe. I mean, now it's like we got two innings with a one-run lead. They're the home team. You know, thinking potential. You do want to Now, there. a
1: couple things before we get to the eighth inning we need to point out. One, the pitching performance tonight oh, by Brian. Phenomenal. I don't know the kid's last name, which is horrible, but I don't
0: think they're spoken to him. I learned it yesterday. Lippiner.
1: Okay. okay. Lippiner. There you go. L-O-T-G. Legend of the game. Comes in late. I don't know how invested he is in this game. You know, it's his first summer on Cape. Fired the F up. Like, from start to finish, wanted it, fist-pumping, said, you know, we threw him into pitching. Like, you know, you're you're pitching. You don't have to pitch deep, but just start the game. Played his position like he was Maddox. You know, Greg Maddox, just every play, he made every single play. Did a good job of moving it to both sides of the plate. If there's a guy trying to pull, he'll go away with it. The guy pops it up. Like, smart, acutely aware of where the ball needed to be put. No one, no walks. I thought he was a catalyst for the team. Actually had a huge triple. Didn't amount to anything, but just had a good day at the plate as well. Another shout-out to the two um, high school kids, oh, Joe and Zach. I had never spoke to either of them. Both wanted it. Like, so jacked up, so fired up. Um, somehow, Zach was our three-hitter. I don't know how that even happened. Yeah. Did get three hits. He's 15 years old. So I mean, I'm 26. He's 15. Um, I didn't know that. I thought he was, like, 18 years old, but – You know, he was born in 99, which is rattling, rattling. Um, But anywho, eighth inning. Pick it up.
2: So it's the top of the eighth inning. We're up a run. We're preaching insurance. We need insurance. Jake Maddox. But no, the girls were up first. That was with one out. Oh, so we had one out. Nobody on. Yeah.
0: So a girl gets on again.
2: No, no. No.
0: We got a quick first
2: out. Yeah. Quick first out. The last girl, whoever. Oh, so
0: you split it up over two innings. You didn't have girl, girl, Jake is what I'm saying to lead off the inning. No, it was like oh, no, girl, it was girl, Jake, Jake, me. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. Just so one
2: up. out, nobody on. Jake gets a single. I get a single. First, to second, one out for uh for the that's got
0: to eat you alive. Because you did the job. You're at first base. Team needed you to get a hit. You got a hit. But you know it's your last at bat of the game in all likelihood, and you know that you yourself didn't get the job done you weren't the hero you i wasn't didn't put the, the hero but the passed fence, the baton and now it's in other people's hands oh, but you're no. standing there at first base
2: Pass the baton Pass the baton you felt okay my third you, know, single of the game. you weren't sick pumped. to your stomach at oh, all no. i was, I was there super ball. pumped okay. because right. jake and i we bought into our catalysts get on base we combined to go seven for eight all singles get on base let the big boys drive us in
0: so you never thought i've got to be no, the guy
2: no because that's not me I'm not going to play outside my game. Nick said it the day before. He's like, I feel like you're a big singles guy. I am. I get on base. I hit the ball where it's pitched. I'm not trying to And go also, easy. like,
1: I'm not exaggerating. These balls were not flying. Like, I don't know if was a human. Singles,
0: your best-case scenario.
1: It was hard to hit a double yeah. today. I mean, and if it was a double, it was because you hit it hard on the ground and it rolled. It was not – you weren't going to hit a homer. You weren't going to hit it, yeah. you know, like anything. We got first and second, one out. Next kid singles to load them up.
2: So they're loaded. That's one- your 15 year old again. 15 yeah. coming through yeah. the big knock well, and load I mean, the bases. you look at the top five in the order. What do we? We 16, 16 for, for 20.
0: 20. It's huge. This top five 800 batting.
2: Uh, it, went, it went severely downhill from there. Maybe two for. As next most 20. teams
0: will. But to be 16
2: fair. for 20. So we got the bases loaded, one down. Nick Johnson coming up. I'm on second. I'm thinking, well, here's the grand slam. Even with the balls not carrying, here comes the heroic moment. What do you say to yourself
0: walking into the batter's box? Because you're smart enough. You broadcast. You're an intelligent guy. You understand the significance of these games and some of the stuff that goes on outside the lines, the mental aspect. You know that five years of your life has built to this one moment, and it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen, and no one knows that better than you. Yeah. So you're walking up there into the batter's box. You're right-handed bat, I presume.
1: I was. Um, Take it from there. It's kind of it, it, ultimately for me. It ends sadly, but I walk in, acutely aware of the situation, it, elated because I'm like, this is my chance to, to bury Couto. It to just bury him. They have this right fielder, Sam Glum, friend of Zach Chases, goes to Syracuse. Really, you could pin the whole loss on him, playing extremely shallow whole in right game. field. Whole game. Like like almost a deep second base. I'm like, and well, my approach the other my way. approach is always to right field in, with this ball, since I couldn't, you know, pulling it would just result in a pop-up. So I'm like, you know, Greg Moraz, who's their broadcaster, is pitching, and I take the first one really high. Take the second one because it was in. Good pitch. I mean, you know, in a normal day, of the ball flies, swing at that pitch. Thinking to myself, get something high or away, and I can drive it over right fielder's head. My last two at bats were singles up the middle. Um, so I get the pitch. In hindsight, I, I wish I didn't swing at it, but it was it was up in the zone, and I hit the shit out of it. It was probably the hardest oh, ball God. I hit that that day. That's incredible. Shortstop picks it like hard. Pick beautiful play. The catcher doesn't go home. Still, he. I thought he could have gone to second, and it would have been bang bang as a double play. Panics. No one
2: covers anywhere. I'm running right by me. Tag me. Everyone's or safe. Everyone safe. Wow. safe. Infield hit.
1: Five that's 30. what they ruled it So I mean, oh, we kept books. So.
0: Questionable ruling, but still. Yeah, but no, it was RBI. That's the important thing.
1: So we go up. We go up by two runs. That's the the marquee thing. Um, I think the the decision for the ruling, when I asked about it, was that, um. He made the play. Was, it's was just.
0: If no one covered any base, if that really is true. it's really true. No, like he, then there was never a fielder's choice. They, he never went no to a. He, to he never went. So I'm that's it now.
1: That was with the, the case for it. I'm, I I, you know it's upsetting because I really wanted the hit. The knockout. Yeah, the knockout. Mm-hmm. So up steps Joe. And, I mean, still we only got one down. Base is loaded. Joe, was Joe a lefty? Joe was a lefty. Joe was a lefty. had a big double earlier to drive in a couple of runs.
0: 5-3 to three at this point. Yeah, 5-3. So one, one out.
1: And Sam Glom in right field still with the lefty playing shallow. First pitch over his head. Now, I never saw where it went because I'm on first. I'm on my horse. You got a good view of it. So I'm on third, and and he crushes it. I know
2: there's no chance. I know how shallow he's playing. You got to look at the outfielders before in case you're tagging. And he crushes it, Take two hard steps. Start jumping around, finger-pointed to the heavens. This ball's falling, and I am acutely aware that Nick Johnson's on first base, and come hell or high water, he is scoring. And this ball's rolling. I'm windmilling everyone while I get to home. Did All, you pick up the bat? Oh, yeah. That's a power move. Yeah. You know, I'm yelling, and then Nick's come, You're up, you're up, you're up. All three runs score it is pandemonium.
0: Does Joe go ahead and do the Shane Victorino spaz out? Uh, after? He's he's pointing.
1: All of us are screaming like ah! just going nuts. I have the chills right now. Oh. and and I mean everyone, we're jumping on each other. We're hitting because they're buried. They're buried. I mean the they defense. We so rattled. We were playing such. Good That's defense. actually won us a game. I
2: mean, you play a nine inning game. Yes, the balls weren't falling. Well, at this point, you're through seven. And yes, the balls weren't traveling well, but to only give up three runs in slow pitch softball, and they had a team that could hit.
1: Yeah, no legitimate. We players. made the plays. Plays were being made left and right. I mean, there was a couple balls that got by, like Jake, for example. Dylan, you know, is right yeah. behind him making two plays. We had a play in the outfield line drive right. to Joe. Uh, he goes up and catches it, bounces out of his glove. I'm right there to get it, you know, on a hard line or just redirects. I'm happy, you know, just happen to be backing up. That doesn't score, so. Ninth was actually kind of uneventful. Well, so
2: we're up 8 3 They get a run, though, making A4. We go to the ninth, bottom of the ninth. It's 8 to 4. They get the leadoff person on. Uh, next two people out. And Nick is yelling through everybody to begin the inning. Dogpile. Like, spread the word. Dogpile if it happens. And I'm going. Jake and I, left side of the infield. Uh, easy with yeah, the dogpile. Don't pie. touch the trophy. I said it was two out. Maybe we talk about it. Well, we get two out. Runner on second base. And we're looking around, and we're like, okay, this is this is happening. So there's you have a girl up too. You have a girl up. So Nick's playing deep short. I'm playing deep pitcher, um, and it's a little grounder back to the mound. Fitting that Brian, the pitcher, I forgot his last name again, picks it up, throws to first. I turn around, look at Nick, throw the glove. As high as I it's can. Probably
0: still up there. And
2: they are, trying, you know, everyone's coming in, and we're, you know, it's one thing to say dog pile. We've all been in that situation where you say dog pile, but then when push comes to shove, it's more jumping around. There's not, well, Nick grabs me, tackles me. It's a full on dog pile right in the center of everything, and it just I, I have the chills now too.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. Congratulations to both. Big one. Thank you.
1: Thank big you. Win. yeah it w you know it felt so much better than maybe like you know intern softball game, but my, my my mentality in life, and I've said this is for years is a win's a win, and you in your life if you're not trying to win every facet, mm-hmm. then you're not living correctly, so i mean whether i mean whether you're out you know playing the speed radar gun and someone's got the high score for the day at sixty eight yeah you're gonna keep buying balls till you beat that 68. And I mean today, softball intern game. I mean, you're going balls to the wall. I mean, it it's anything, I and mean, it's, it's 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 your you only have
2: one chance to win this game. Especially for Nick and I, we've talked about it for five years. This was our one chance. We like we said every year. You touched on it earlier. We've always said this is our last summer. This is our last summer. You kind of get more of the feel this year than it is. So we knew this year we got one chance to win this game and I mean, I think what it's all said and done, it's gonna be one of the biggest wins of our lives. I mean, I'm not even kidding about that.
1: Yeah, I mean we we've played a lot of backyard sports. We and, and Dylan and I as a team, formidable. I'm not just saying that. I mean we we played the Maddox brothers the other day. You have Jake who's a quality athlete, but his little brother is being recruited for basketball and baseball division one level. I mean be, uh s e c school s e c schools TCU I mean it's one of the top programs in, in the country right now and played them in with football we took four, we swept them four games i mean the thing is, like, if you look at Dylan and I, you know, body shape, whatever, a little bit overweight, you know, whatever you want to but say. But I
0: will say this. The two of you both in much better shape this summer versus a year ago. Dylan especially. Dylan was cut when he got here in <laughs> June. I was impressed. Was that a driving force for the two of you? Was having a little more hop in the step, a little more on that swing, maybe a little more range in the field when you got to Lopes and had a chance to do this? Uh,
1: I can't speak for him. For me, no. Yeah, uh, No, I, too.
2: Uh, to be honest, I took a little more pride yeah, when I was a little absolutely. more old.
0: Overweight and
2: and was able to beat other people in backyard yeah. sports is actually like a badge, you of know, on the big boy club. Like, uh, like
1: <laughs> you're losing
2: to you're losing to us, you're losing and, to. And people. I mean,
1: it's always my like marquee line to people after we beat them is, you know, imagine if we were 30 pounds lighter, you <laughs> wouldn't even be in the freaking game. Like you wouldn't even be close. It's like we beat you. I'm 30 pounds overweight, bro. Like, are you kidding me? These kids are ripped, diesel, the like jack kids. And it's like, you know, Dylan and I, out of shape, panting. <laughs> Like, literally, we're panting in different, you know, whatever sport you're playing. But it's like, we're going to beat you. And I think that's a huge thing in life is you can have the skill set, but without the drive. It's the will to win. It, it is. It really And I think this summer, more than ever, yeah. it really showcased talent gets you so far. But honestly, the desire and will to win is what, you know, allows talent
0: you. when talent doesn't try. Exactly. And, and, and talent
1: tried today, but will persevered. Wow. That's incredible.
0: I want to get people a little bit up to date. We've done, for the most part, a good job of speaking American English for most of this now 35-minute-old podcast, but we have slipped up a little bit on several occasions. People who know us know already that at this point, five years in, we are really at this point speaking our own dialect of the English language. It's advanced that far. We have this much lingo that we've built on, that we've added to. So I wanted to refresh some of the old ones to kind of get people caught up we've used a couple of them already the first the original one was feta and i think if dylan can give a brief one because i know it kind of started with dylan and then i can kind of share my recent experience with that as it's come along yeah i mean
2: put it brief uh i'm a diehard new york yankees fan i was watching the yankee championship video. Uh, Mariano Rivera was coming in, 98 World Series, and on the video they said, bring Rivera in, and that's fait accompli. And, uh, wow, that's a, that's a great term, you know. Put an end to it, out of the translation, French for...
0: It is done deal, right? Done is deal, the, yeah, I done mean, that's deal. That's not exact, but it's yeah, more or the, less correct. For this
2: purposes, done deal. And so, uh, you know, when I started getting into broadcasting, I was like, "Wow, well, i got to find a way to use fait accompli. Feta complete went to <laughs> Nick, just forget the complete, it's Feta, that, you know, and he goes down looking Feta, and just and it turned into this thing, and Feta is now done deal, more or less.
0: Right, and finality, really, is yeah. what we're saying when we say it, and it's, the thing that I love about all the different stuff that we say is, we all know exactly what it means, and it usually spares you having to explain stuff, so... The Boston Red Sox do what they do at the trade deadline. They sell a whole bunch of players. They get a whole bunch of players. And they were in this situation going into August 1st where they had all these outfielders and no place to put them all, right? And so I'm listening to some sports talk radio, and... Dale Arnold is going through this long, laborious explanation of the situation with Shane Victorino's, you know, rehab and his contract. And he's coming back next year. He's making all this money, but we've got all these outfielders. And he's trying to explain to people that Victorino's not going to play again for myriad reasons. And he puts them all out. And he's saying, you know, six outfielders, three-year contract. And I just start yelling at the radio. I'm like, no, 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 it's FEDA. It's FEDA. (laughs) And he keeps explaining, I don't think we're going to say Shane Victorino in outfield for the Boston Red Sox again this year. I'm like, I, I was there 20 seconds ago. You could have just ended it there. Do you think we'll ever see widespread adoption of any of the things we say? I mean, like nationwide, virally? Yes. Because we're ahead of the curve, really. The it, language, uh, <laughs> language ought to catch up with us, I, I feel.
1: No, because it, I honestly, like I don't know. It would have to be like in a viral video, but I think mm-hmm. – Had people heard the term feta? You can use it in so many different aspects of life, and I think it's kind of a cool (laughs) word and rolls off your tongue. Like, yo, you still with your girl? Nah, man, feta. Like, I mean, that that you can hear that and that works. Like, oh, dog, sorry, you know, sorry, feta. No, it's feta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think that in that scenario, absolutely. And I and I have to give a shout out. When we get a lot of these words, Feta not included, comes from the dialect of Longmeadow, Massachusetts. My cousins live there, and then in this small, nice suburb of Springfield, they have words that just make – they use common sense words in nonsensical situations, and we love them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we take it to a new level up here, but that's where a lot of, I'm sure, the words
0: you're going to go through uh, you know, come from. Well, we also have had a little bit of evolution within some of the stuff we say. We were saying coming in hot last year, but I feel like it's taken on a little bit of a different meaning. Last year, it was almost always a negative. If someone was coming in hot, they were too mad, they were too loud, they were doing too much, trying too hard to be noticed. Coming in hot, and we have Zach Chase to thank for this, let's all be honest with one another, has become an overwhelming positive this year, I would say. It's like the thing to do through our eyes, at all times, you should be trying to come in hot. Oh, yeah. And if you've watched Hawk Talk this year, you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Well,
2: coming in hot turned into Fuego. Yes. Lot. Oh, Fuego. We, we've dropped the, like, coming in hot. Yeah. It's fuego. Pure Flames. Pure, fuego. Flames. pure yeah. flames has been a big one for I now. heard
0: you say White Flames about John LaPreeze's hitting streak the other night. You I know, really that's like just that. is the hottest heat you can get to White. Wow.
1: Like, I think that's, like, the hottest fire is White Fire. So, mm. White Flames just... It,
0: Nothing's hotter than a white flame. I have Nothing. Heater on the list as well about winning streaks, and I know we've had some debate about that. Chad gave that to us originally. That's Chad's originally. Work, yeah. And we kind of said it sarcastically for a while because we had a terrible team that year that he said was going to get on a heater. He was trying to get outside his own mind and convince himself of positives that weren't actually there. So we kind of like were teasing each other with the idea that that terrible team would get on a heater. But since then, we've had teams capable of doing that. And we've had some discussions. What is a heater? Is it X number of games in a row? Can it be five out of six? Can it be six out of eight? Can it be? Can it be? Can it be? And Chad seemed to think it could be vary based on how good the team was. Earlier this year, we'd won four in a row. I asked him, is five a heater? He says, no. But so A team like this, seven, eight, then we're talking a heater. But it seemed to make it sound like it was relative. If your team wasn't quite as good, maybe a little bit less would be.
1: Well, I mean, you just have to look back to that bad year, 2012. We'd won two games in a row. Game gets rained out. Chad's leaving with his wife, Shannon, and he rolls down the window as we're walking to our car, and he goes, still on a heater. And that was two wins. Two wins so, in rain out. Yeah. So I meaning you had it lost in three calendar days. So it's I think it's subjective to your team. You got a great team, then I guess you could put at seven. Pretty sure right after he said that we managed to lose thirteen in a row. So
2: um yeah, they, the t- they, it took a turn. Heater changed. Heater, up. yeah,
1: heater now it was like winning. The one bar out of three. a heater went from seven in one year to maybe two or three now. So I think if you even talk to Chad about that, he his it's just all subjective to have the He's recalibrated play. now? Oh, yeah.
0: There's a couple that we've used already so far. One is chills, which is relatively self-explanatory as these go. But we've all done a very nice job this year. It's kind of become a theme of the season on your broadcast. And I don't know if you ever made a deliberate decision on this, or maybe you just ran with it with Zach or whatever the case might be, but... It seems like everything this season, you've just gone out of your way to oversell. You've tried to make every game seem like the most important game. But unlike some other teams where they may do this sort of thing on their broadcast and absolutely mean it, you've always done it with just enough of a tongue-in-cheek that it's absolutely (laughs) hilarious. And not only do we say chills now, but we also have a nonverbal that I do all the time when you guys are broadcasting. I'm not on with you. One of you guys will say something that gives me chills, and I'll just blow out of my mouth. i just go (laughs) and put my arms out. And you guys know exactly what that means. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ch- I mean, a Chills was – I mean, Dylan and
1: I, for people who don't know, grew up together. And it's just you You watch or, you know, you watch something or someone says something or you listen to, like, a classical music song that just, like, pumps you up. And it's, like – To a different level. Yeah, yeah. And you're just, like, Chills, uh, dude. Uh, yeah. Chills. It, it
2: chills, it, in, in like, the scale, Chills is, a, is bigger than Fired Up. Oh, I'm fired up! if he, if it's chills, it's like spiritual. it's serious. Yeah, yeah. It's almost it's spiritual. Pinnacle. You're an out of body soul kind of experience.
0: Since we're talking about that, you should tell everyone about that speech given by the scout earlier this year that gave. I heard it third hand from you about Kyle Schwarber and everything else. It gave oh me chills, God. and I'm not even sure I know what the speech was about.
1: Yeah, so you know, actually, a little bit of luck in that one. Uh, Jake Maddox and I. Our big thing this summer is uh, filming a little documentary so we, we followed the team around and they were making all-star announcements and I went to uh, DY high school where they had brought in a couple of guys to speak to the whole entire league and the reason I had gone was actually just to get Chad to call Donnie Dewey's who's on our team just to tell him you know he'd made the all-star team which was you know a nice little scene and you know Judy Scarifile, uh, president of the league was there and she told us what she had. So the, you know the guy who runs the MLB draft, some scout for the New York Yankees, and it was a nice little like thirty-five minute presentation followed by a selection of the all-stars. So we get some reaction shots, and whatnot. So this Yankee scout just comes on and basically he he it took he took a really weird approach. It wasn't just like be happier here, whatever. He got, he just becomes a hardo, like just it out got of,
0: real fast, real fast.
1: Place. And so he's like, you know. You know, there's a guy who went up pretty high. I think he went fourth, Kyle Schwarber, to the Cubs. Yeah, fourth. So, yeah, yeah so he's like in, you know, Kyle Schwarber played two years in Wareham. He's a catcher, Indiana. Um, great player. And Kyle Schwarber went to Team USA. I would say 99% of the people after Team USA, if they're on a if, – Exactly. If they're on a Cape League roster, they don't come back. You know, they go home. Kyle came back to a team that was
0: not going to make the playoffs, play the last ten games. And that's not your opinion. That was almost no. mathematical at the time. They every day they, they have won seven games. We year. clinched everyone mid, midway in July. Anywhere. Right.
1: And so um, this scout goes, you know, you've got you've got a little you know, you go home early, bullshit. You've got a little bit of an ache and pain, bullshit. I've got a name for you. I got a name for you, Kyle Schwarber, fourth round to the Cubs. You know what? He didn't have the attributes of a fourth-rounder. You know what he had? Intangibles. He had guts. He had determination and the will to play. And if I see you guys leave to go home, unless you've got a tear or your arm's falling off, you're slipping on our draft board. And I just looked at James. Uh, J- yeah, chills on oh. him right now. <laughs> Something else moved, and it was just un- unbelievable. We have it on video if you want to see it, actually. I do. It was Unbelievable. I mean, and, and every year, the dialect and our vernacular in our house changes. We got a couple this year, if you want to hear this year's. I've
0: got a few that I've listed that I want to get to. Okay, and go for it. Absolutely, yeah. contribute some of your own. One that you've used already is Legend of the Game. This is probably my favorite new one that we've done this year because it, it means both. It can be either completely sarcastic or it can be completely reverent. Zach Chase is the lightning rod. I mean, he is maybe the definitive <laughs> legend of the game. And Zach's even Chase, taking it now to L-O-T-F-G. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. But there were people, There's a game earlier this year where there were a couple of people that I saw had cornered you in a conversation out at Falmouth, and I wanted to save you oh. from that. And I knew the person, and I went up, and I tapped him on the back, and I said, Oh, Dylan, you want to talk legend of the game. Yeah, thanks and that for was that. my way of communicating to you, like you're in trouble, and you need to get the hell out of this yeah. conversation.
2: Yeah, thanks for that. I remember. Yeah, he uh, he didn't let me go for thirty minutes after that. I was trying so I I knew when you said that that I was probably in for yeah.
0: What would be some more positive situations with Legends of the Game? Has there been a number of those this year?
2: Oh man, positive Legend of the Game. Well, you just with Brian the pitcher. Yeah,
1: uh, He can't. You know, in just. And, uh, you know, and I'm, a complete unknown going yeah. and just going a uh, perfect example was um I don't remember his name, but the magician at dinner. Oliver. Oliver. Uh, legend of the game. Absolute <laughs> legend of the game. Yeah, I don't even was going to MIT doing all these wizardsy tricks at a team dinner that we you know, we went after the game. It's going to throw out the first pitch, or the ball disappear. You know, obviously. I'm just
0: realizing it went to hell quick, but that we've had this process all summer is we kind of nominate and confirm, like we just did with Oliver. Somebody will say legend of the game, and then we, if we agree with was Ron, absolutely. That we've been doing that all year. I just didn't realize that until right now. So yeah, I like that system as well. But the one that changed everything for me this summer is Zini, and I'm going <laughs> to let Nick take that one because that's really it's kind of faded. It yeah. burned hot fast. It was a shooting star. There's been a
1: couple of those this year that we like to get. We practiced this because we thought you'd bring yeah, it up. Yeah, we were. Yeah. So we were like, you know, I how how graphic can I get on this?
0: <laughs> Given my knowledge of the etymology of this term, you can get as graphic as you okay. need to get. So once again, this roots back to Longmeadow. Um,
1: I've got a cousin who plays for UNH hockey, and. He talks in literally language you just don't understand. <laughs> and it's it's a little bit of just like that hockey, you know, they've got their own, you know, you know, snip, chip, chirp, all their like words for everything. So um him and his older brother uh you know talked about women's breasts and that to them is like zinies. Like, you know, either broad's got bags or that chick's got some zinies. And you can add zini to anything. Oh, yeah. And so we because started. it's
0: an abbreviated uh, bomb zini. Bomb is the zini. word, right? Yeah. Okay. The
1: chick's got bomb zinis. She's got bombs. And she then got it'd be, bomb she's zinis. got bombs. She got That's bags. a big thing. She bags. Yeah. Z- and, and zinis just became a thing. Like, you know, chick's got zinis. And I still love broad got bags. That's a ha- actually my favorite. But we hit a bomb one day in the backyard, playing wiffle ball. And I was like, oh, that was a zine. And Dylan loved it. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was a Zini zine. And we just used it on air and it, it just took
0: off from there. You got Chad to say it on Hawk Talk one night. That was the
1: pitch. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, well, you know, talk about that uh,
0: the Zini. Dan- Zam Zini.
1: Yeah, he called it a Zam Zini, which is like a Zamboni. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, he, Chad butchers that stuff, but, but I, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. yeah. Zini was good. It's. Zines, you'll hear yeah. zines
0: once in a while. You started adding extensions onto it for home runs. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, I, I think now it's just zine. Like I hit a zine, like a zine. in Wiffleball, ball. Like yeah, I thought you and I, to a Jake
2: zine. Maddox, we roommate, we created a game, uh, a Wiffleball ball home run derby where you got a bat from the other side. It's called Oppo Zanzini, is what it's called. That's that's the name of the game.
1: Yeah, so Zini, uh, that was Zini, a good one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember but,
2: that. Well, I mean, we haven't hit a lot of home runs recently, to That's be perfectly honest. I mean, it's still it's still out there. Yeah. So, listen for the playoffs.
0: And then the biggest one that you came in with, because last year I did, I had no part. Well, I have really never had any part in any of these, but I was at least there when they were born for many of them. Co- uh, coming in hot, you guys came in yeah. with last year and introduced that to me. This year, it's a thing was one that you introduced to me talk about uh, I'll coming give that in one hot. To Dylan. yeah, absolutely. It,
2: it's a thing was uh, was big time. What was the evolution of It's a Thing?
0: Um Now a lot of other people say this. Yeah. So we're not exactly reinventing the wheel right. here, but I think we did take it to another level.
1: Yeah, no, we just used it for everything. Like everything. is that a thing? Is that a thing? Like you could reference like Zach Chase hitting on a girl like is that a thing? Are they you know the thing? We win, you know, a ball game. Are we now on a heater? Is that a thing? Exactly. You know, Kyle Servant snaps an over 30 streak. Is that a thing? Like, is he now, you know, back, you know, is he hot now? So I, you can use it any way you want. But instead of it just become like it was everything. Is that a thing? Like Mike's, we found Mike's, which is this great place by us, restaurant. I've never been to
0: Mike's, but even I know Mike's is The pricing
1: thing. is incredible. So, like, the first time we go there, like seven ninety five, ton of ton of food is this a thing? Like, is this, like, the new marquee? So it's like, like yeah. I mean, like, that. That's, that's it. I don't know where it came from. I think it was actually a Dylan thing, always saying, like, is this a thing? Like, is this a thing?
0: Well, when it really arrived as a point where I knew that I was going to end up using it was game two of the season. We had some serious internet issues here. Oh, opening yeah. night, you guys go on the road. I'm not sure how the broadcast is going to get on the air. You learn about jake maddox's mother's my five horizon 4g jetpack and i'll let you go from there
2: i mean you talk about well, this actually was it was a term in 2012 resurrecting the summer you go through a tough stretch something and that is this the thing that resurrects the summer that resurrected the summer beyond belief having jake's mom's my fi it, it was a thing you're absolutely right to be able, because the biggest thing, Cape League Internet Broadcasting, is the internet goes in and out, and you're you're trying to call an inning, and it, you're off air, you're on it, it can be in shambles sometimes. So to be able to get the MyFi to work, and knowing, oh my God, this is going to be here the whole year, and I texted you because you were wondering, how I was this still on the fence
0: a little bit. You know, maybe we'll just use this on the road, maybe just places yeah. where it's unreliable. And in your text message, you responded
2: it's a thing we can use it all 44 games regular season postseason it is a thing and that's when it took off
0: and it's the mvp of the year we've, uh, we've talked 100%. about i know you guys are going to get into your mvps of the year 100%. on hawk talk after the season's over but yeah jake's my fine thing. Uh, another one that's sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit here that i'm trying to keep alive because i enjoy it so much you guys barely used it at all but Nick debuted this one a few weeks ago. Glad it happened. Now this started with you. I can tell like I joke with you about the whole Brett Favre thing. You're coming back. You're coming back. But I can kind of tell it's not the same for the two of you this year and that you probably really do mean it this time. And there's been just various subtle things in the way that you've gone about things this summer that lead me to believe. Yeah, this is you know, you're making sure you're enjoying it while you're here. This is going to be the last one. And one of the things is, you know, you haven't been on as many broadcasts as you were before. I hear there's been trouble in the home place with the MVP 05 playing earlier in the season. And that was when I found about, out about glad it happened.
1: Yeah, so Dylan and I are avid players of PS2, MVP 05. Dylan, in an agreement, and a statement that I disagree with, says it is the staple of our relationship. Yeah. like The, glue, the foundation. The, well, you said not only foundation, but it's also like without MVP, what are we? Yeah. Like that's what you were saying, and, I, and that actually pissed me off. I was like, okay. And so we were playing MVP one day, <laughs> and it like just it lost its luster for me. Now you don't. Well, play oh against no 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 other, okay, okay 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 like, no no no. Time time on, time on. On. You don't play against each other. Well,
0: against each other. Well, against each other. One of you always. No picks no one no. Of you I got it. I know you're gonna go. To.
1: Yeah, we play a hundred and sixty-two game but before, season. Before
2: you, it's very. Interesting, you know, and this is why I made such a hard case as to why it is the staple of our friendship is it shows our relationship in the fact that Nick pitches and I hit. So when we play on the same team, we don't switch up the innings. And the fact that that's able to coexist, more the fact that, because most people want to hit more, more the fact that Nick is foundation. But there was
0: no video game ever where pitching was more fun than MVP. That's
2: that's That's 100% true. And the fact that he was all in on pitching and I could hit was like, wow, it can mesh like this and it kind of is, is more or less. Yeah,
1: but I mean it, you know, I would come to his house uh, on Oldham Street all the time and, and late night his parents were like super cool. He had a door that led up these stairways. So, I mean I would show up. My girlfriend lived a mile maybe. So, you know, I'd I'd hang out with Ali and I'd come straight over to Dylan's house. I lived in Pasadena like 30 minutes away from him. So you know, I just come in walk in through that door, go up. He'd have MVP going. We played till three, four in the morning. You're crash right on up. his floor. Play wiffle ball in his front yard. I mean, it, you can definitely make the argument that it, it strengthened in a video game did create our relationship. Cut to this year, Jake Maddox brings in PS4. Is that what they're yeah. at now? I've I like video games I'm to me is dead. Yeah. It. So not you know, MVP, I, I jump. Yeah, PS2 is where we stopped. Time and now, you know, it's running. I've never done whatever the new Xbox 720 is. or f- What is it even called? Xbox One, I think. One, yeah. One. I've never seen it. I've never played it. Um, so the first time ever seeing a PS4 in the house, and Jake's still in college. So that makes sense. You know, big video game guy. So he comes in, and he's playing – I don't even know what it's called. The show? The, yeah, the show. the show. MLB The Show. And I wanted to see kind of how, it, you know, a tr- my ability of being good at MVP translate. You know, in this MVP05, it's so almost ten years later – the newer graphics, the gameplay. I wanted to play it. And I was fascinated by it. The, the stances. The yeah, it, it, later. But just everything about it, I mean, the graphics you have to give it are incredible. Yeah, yeah. The throwing motions, the stances, everything. So we went from playing that to playing MVP. told Dylan I said, I can't do it anymore. I just It's lost. It's luster. It's pixelated. It's slow. The announcing isn't the same. The ballparks aren't the same. I can't now that I've seen this, I can't go back to that.
2: Make the adjustment.
1: And so Dylan, he goes into his whole like, well, that's why, you know, we're friends. And I said, well, if that's the reason, if MVP is the reason why we're friends, then it's over. I break up with you. And I said, but I want to tell you this. I'm happy it happened. Just be happy it happened. Don't be sad it's over. And you say glad it happened. I actually was always saying to him. Happy it happened. Okay, and for weeks it just was. Dylan would look at me and I said, "Hey, listen, man. Happy it happened. Happy it happened. We were friends. We had a hell of a run. I don't hate you, but you're no, you're no longer well, my number one." I knew, one.
2: It, yeah, no longer. Then I knew it was kind of official because he kept saying, "Happy it happened," and it started to piss me off. It's like, "Happy it happened." All right, like maybe we, maybe we give MVP another shot. Happy it happened. I also think it has something to do with we did lose two straight for the first time all season, but. In the video game.
0: So yeah, that's that's happy to happen.
1: All
0: right, now one, I, well, this wasn't on my initial list, but we've been using it a lot lately, Dylan. Especially, I put pageantry down on the list. Oh. <laughs>
2: pageantry is my new number one. It's my new favorite. This is a big Nick thing, actually.
1: Well, you take it because I want you to hear you explain it. Uh, but I,
2: I'm all about the pageantry, like. Big game at McKeon Park. You get the big-time anthem sinker. You get the stars are in attendance. Well,
0: before we went on tonight, you had an army of Canada geese marched, like, in line onto the field, it, and you were like, pageantry. Now look at the pageantry. Absolutely. They're in
2: single file. Mm-hmm. They're going on – it's pageantry. They're getting their ducks in a row. They're setting it up. So when things are – like, the Ketuit softball game, all the the leading up to it, the, the smack-talking, the cups in attendance – you just have to be a fan of the pageantry of it all. And that, going into the playoffs, if you don't think I'm going to be dropping the line pageantry, the word pageantry, I mean, the over-under is 15 and a half. And I, it's good. I've got the over. I
1: mean, uh, easy. For per Well, like, under-the-radar kind of thing is, like, I, you know, I don't sleep well. So, over the years, I've been given different things to kind of, like, counteract to that, And really, the, the savior has been melatonin. But... If you can't sleep, melatonin yes, on key, that now. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. But a big thing for me is I read a lot. I read online. I read books. I write a lot. And I, find, I go through, like, books and I, like, just stumble across lines and I highlight them, I underline them. Like, if I find them humorous. And the the other night I was just reading pageantry and I was like, God, it's, it's such a good work because it does so eloquently explain Exactly what I'm experiencing with the Cape. And at the time I read this, it was the night before the All-Star Game. And the All-Star Game, to me, and I love the Cape League. Like, I, have five years, I love everything about it, is a smoke and mirror show. It's the who's who with the media passes and the interviews pregame. I can get on this and I've talked to this and Aaron Fitz talking to me. And it's, oh, my God, it's ridiculous because it's at Bornsfield awesome, you're on Bourns field. That's terrific. You know, and it's like, you're talking to Coach Schiffner. Great. You know, I'll go to, the, you know, the Red Nut. I'll talk to Schiffner all I want. I mean, that, yeah. it's like, it, all of a sudden, everything becomes, you're an all-star. Yeah. And I just, all I can say to Dylan is like, you just, you have to respect the pageantry. The celebrities of the Cape League decked out. I can't name names. I won't go. I wish I could. You know who I'm talking about. But
0: it's it's a spectacle. Also, Cape League All-Star, our Cape League Fenway Day. We may have to have a podcast after party at, what's this legend of the game place in Yarmouth? Oh, Mike. Oh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so we can get these things on the table. Yeah, but
1: Uh, I mean, it's it's just people taking things to a whole different level of importance when it just doesn't matter. matter.
0: Now you have to be abused
1: by the pageantry. You
0: know. And you've done play by play now two years running yeah. for this All Star game. And I got to tell you, he did a great job. He did better than I ever could have done in that situation because it wasn't just Dylan calling the game. Nothing can be just what it is, right? <laughs> so. They're constantly taking the air away from him. They went back to the studio. Why? The person in the studio has never seen a baseball game in their lives. Clearly, they're going to these public service announcements that they've played time and time over. It's a publicly funded station. Why do we need that? We don't. Right? And they keep going to... They had a sideline reporter on the radio. A sideline reporter on... On the radio, half the time you threw it to her. She wasn't even there. Oh, wasn't yeah. even there. Oh, how did that happen in like the first and second inning, Dylan? How did you recover? How did you find the poise? You're on the radio going to a sideline reporter that's not uh, there, and you look like a jackass because you're the one that said it. You're the last one here. to talk. You steam. still called an amazing nine Thank inning game.
2: You. How did you Thank do you. it? I mean, uh, we now go down to uh, so and so. Cricket, nothing, and then I got the director, the producer waving their arm, looking down back to me. I
1: we're not. When uh, it comes back to the pageantry of it all, because pre-game, this yes, unnamed yes. person is sitting in the dugout, not looking for interviews, looking, you know, good. It subjective opinion, and not mine, but just maybe other people's. Chit-chatting with players mm-hmm. about nonsense when— they're locking down I your mean, interviews. I mean, you are at the All-Star Game in the Cape Cod Baseball League. You have every scouting director of every major league team. There are rings everywhere. There are ex-MLB guys everywhere. It is the single easiest place to get a good soundbite. I mean, you have Baseball America, Aaron Fitt, the premier college writer out there right now, sitting right behind home plate. You have Randy Flores, who's won a World Series ring, and is doing on deck digital media. You yeah. have the LSU head coach. LSU has all has five
2: players in the game, the most of any school. He's there.
0: Katie Fitzpatrick got him. Credit oh. where credit is due. She well, because him. that's a legend of the game. Right. Exactly. She knows. She what she's knows you have to
2: secure your interviews,
1: and, 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 and so I mean and that's the pageantry. She before the season and before the game, you're supposed to lock up your interviews. It's your one good. It's your one job. Get the interviews for the game. And
2: the interview part is easy. Like you can add, you know, you yeah. know questions, yeah. you know. Yeah, cliche, cliche cliche, mean, the,
1: cliche, 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 It's the, the, the same question. The hardest questions. part
2: is make sure, all right, in the fourth inning, you're our guy. And then all of a sudden if a curveball so I can't do it in the fourth, all right, well, I, I talked to so-and-so about the six. Maybe we can – got to be on your – about three or four. different. we go down to, all right, no, we don't. Okay, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. It's just like,
1: like – it's like, you know, you see that person before the game Sitting there talking to the players, and it, it, it's just to me, it's like that's the pattern tree. That's why I love it. It's it wouldn't be what it
0: is without Red acts like that. Tree. Yeah, yeah, all right, perfect. So now you guys said you had some of your own that didn't make my life. Yeah,
1: and we'll keep it short because I'm you know, but one huge one Marquis, Marquis, Marquis is just,
0: yeah.
1: I think might have been multi year now with Marquis, yeah. but it's Mike just
2: Marquis,
1: Marquis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Uh, Sitting up here on this deck, doing the it's a marquee spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a huge one in the house right now. Maybe number one, diesel. Diesel, and it's not like there's really no definition. It's not like you usually hear diesel.
0: It's diesel, Jack. That guy's
1: diesel. Like he's a big, well, that's, buff we dude. Well, we used to
0: say that in the weight room in high school, and that's why I've been a little uncomfortable adopting it the many different ways you take it. Because to me, diesel means one and only thing, and that's it. Yeah. But you were using it, as, you were using it as a, a noun earlier <laughs> in the game when I've only ever known it to be an adjective. So I'm having a little trouble getting on board with it. But I want So hard hit liner diesel.
1: Yeah, he. That's a diesel line. Hot chicks yeah.
0: on the street. Look
1: at those diesels. I mean, <laughs> not hot group.
2: Everybody yeah, he ch- Oh, look at their dieseled.
1: Yeah, diesels. I mean, it can be a positive champion. Nice. It, 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 and yes, and that's sure, the thing like, is the girls man. in our house don't get it. So when we hear diesel and when we say diesel about them, they're like, "Is that good or is that bad?" You know, and it's great because the way he and I say it, we know exactly yeah, we know what exactly. we
2: mean. Exactly. Yeah. There's it's,
1: <laughs> there's no questions asked. It's the same word. There's nothing precursing it. That's legend of the game for
0: me. I, yeah. I'm totally with you guys on that one. Yeah.
1: So it's just like, I'll use it. Yeah. He knows exactly what I mean by it. I mean, we'll, we'll go by because like my favorite drive is like from Route 28 Yarmouth going to Hyannis. Oh, yeah. And he just, the freaks are out. I mean, everyone. Hell's it, Alley. Hell's Alley, we call it. <laughs> <The> and stretch. What's <laughs> you know, the
2: exact stretch of
0: Hell's Alley? It, well, it's like that crack, have driven it. no. that crack It's, it's after the bottleneck. After the Hess Station, yeah. when you're moving, say you're moving east, right? It's it like kind of ends at Percy's place, right? And it's yeah. like, yeah, where but that intersection you get into is the
1: very beginning of Main Street. It's like where the if you got off the freeway and you just went straight and it empties you onto Main Street right. to like Percy's place. It's a like two that. way portion of yeah. Main Street where the
0: yeah. one way street becomes two. Yeah, on yeah, out. And oh, just hell's before alley.
2: you hit yeah. uh, like Island Merchant.
1: Yeah. yeah, and That's Hell's Alley. So, yeah, we'll look at some guy, it's like just, diesel. you know, some you know, heroin addicts. Oh, God, God, look at that diesel. And it's just, he knows. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. And then two seconds later, once you get into. <laughs> yeah, you go from a crack yeah. addict to, and like, then two you smokes. see some
1: smoke. Oh, look at that diesel. <laughs> we, got uh, we got two diesels. got two diesels. Some <laughs> people would think you have two heroin addicts, right. but he knows. That's oh, right. where, where uh, are they? Where are the they? diesels at? Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah. Hell's Alley. Yeah, got to yeah. be diesels. Um, what else we got, Dill?
2: Oh, I think. Well, I'm blanking.
0: I know, so am I. Well, other conversation I want to have will probably lead you to some of the terminology we're talking about because uh, this has been uh, the first full blown Tinder summer oh, yeah. for the Cape Cod Baseball <laughs> so League. I think kidding. when yeah. the history books are written, off, 2014 yeah. will be the first CCBL Tinder summer. Now, Tinder, to my knowledge, existed in the summer of 2013. Absolutely, okay, I man. don't think it was yet a thing. No. <laughs> We not, had a couple of us. interns yeah. experimenting with it. Mark Graham, friend of the show, oh, yeah, yeah. arguably legend of the game. <laughs> he was all over it. He was making some things happen. But it has, it has reached widespread oh. use that it just did not have one year ago. And so it started out, you guys kind of put your toe on the water. You were running a fake account for Jake. And that was my only knowledge of yep. it going on. But at this point, it's pretty much known that the players are on it. You're on it. Everybody younger than me, apparently, is there. And some things are happening, and you have decided to not only use it for your own legitimate purposes, but also conduct myriad social experiments. And I just wanted to give the yeah. two of you, really, the opportunity so much to tell to me what I'm missing out on So you. much to yeah. say. So let's You back- actually requested a Tinder-only podcast. I'm just not yeah. sure. It's always so hard to nail you guys down. Yeah, yeah. Well, adorable. I mean, that's
1: the beauty of editing. Yeah. You can, if this is great, get rid yeah. of the softball game. Just choose the best bites out of that. Tinder is incredible. It's such an incredible social application.
0: Before you go too far, yeah. Are either of you Thirty Rock fans?
1: No, I've been. Okay, never well, the, it.
0: you're familiar. Alec Baldwin yes. is the like head honcho at GENBC, and he. In the early seasons of the show, they were making fun of social media in general, and he was using something, they were obviously mocking YouTube and Facebook, he was using a fictional, a then fictional social media platform called UFace, and he was posing for a picture that was going to be his profile picture, and it, it was referred to as his Folo because it was a combination of Folo and hol, uh, excuse me, Photo and Hello. Your Folo. That's exactly what Tinder is. Is oh. the u Face Folo that Jack Donaghy had in 2007. It's amazing. It was everything had been going in that direction for all this time. But now we're finally there.
1: So, I mean, just for the people who don't know what Tinder is, and even if you do know what Tinder is, I need to break it down. for. Is you there guess.
0: any overlap in the Venn diagram between does not know what Tinder is and listens to podcasts?
1: Uh, I Very don't know. Very small. Probably not. But <laughs> it's a picture, a series thinking of up to five or six. You can write a brief, like, you know, 140 words on yourself. You see the picture. Green for yes. Red for no. Swipe right, yes. Swipe left, no. So it's there's two methods of doing it. It is based on a picture. If you like someone, you're thrown into their grouping, their category. Your picture will appear in front of them. They happen to like you. You give them ability to talk to one another. So that's it in a nutshell. Um, so we, um, going into it this year, uh, 26, myself, Dylan, 25. Um, old for the Tinder game on Cape Cod, uh, in Los Angeles, it's actually 40 year old women actually are using it now to meet guys. And it's, 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 much bigger, but you know, Cape Cod much smaller and a lot of kids on vacation with family. So you have a younger age group doing it too. Um, Jake's only 20. So we get him a Tinder and you know, Jake, uh, has, you know, talked a lot about really want a girlfriend. So, you know, why, why don't we try Tinder out? So it, it wasn't so fake because it was all pictures of Jake and, and, um, Nothing was fictitious about it. You know, Georgia boy living on the Cape for the summer was his caption line. And um, I decided that I just didn't have the patience to sift through everyone and say hot or not, hot or not, hot or not. Also, it's subjective. Who I think is hot is not hot for him, you know, or vice, you know, whatever. So I pressed yes to everyone. All two thousand people. It took days, you know. That's in. We set it to like thirty-five mile radius. You could set it to your radius, it's, you know, from a mile to a hundred miles. So I set it thirty-five, and I like every single girls. And there's like gay guys who put themselves in there. I'm liking guys. I'm liking girls. I'm liking <laughs> faceless. I'm liking people that I don't know if they're a guy or a girl. I'm liking them all. And lo and behold, within four or five days, we have hundred and sixty-five matches. So that means other people have responded to him. And the one thing I quickly found out was that in his photograph, it was at McKeon. And that there, there is a chance that you could think he was a baseball player. And he was inundated with requests, and, or questions rather, what team do you play for? Do you play for Hyannis and whatnot? And the minute he said, no, I don't, he was unmatched. Gone. Gone. Feta, done. So the social experiment started then, where we started talking about him playing for the team.
0: Highly plausible. His brother actually did play for the team. He looks like he could. And he has all the team gear you would ever hope to need to wear and all the access to the field that you could ever hope to have. So we put in the caption,
1: you know, Georgia boy living on Cape Cod for the summer. We put, like, Georgia boy, blessed to be on the Cape, to play ball. And all of a sudden, the the, the through-the-roof matches. I mean, we had girls that were like, who are your friends? Let's hang out right now. Here's my name. Here's my address. Wow. Do you have like, a car? Do you, you have a car?
0: If you don't, we can pick you right, up. Right. We'll find one. No. I mean, it was unbelievable. Now that's an amazing shift here in the last few years because I, I was an int- when I was interning and I was the same age as the players that you're talking like the oh five oh six oh seven seasons. And there was a lot of denial going on. Like, no, 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 no. We're not just in it for the players. No, 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 no. no. And, of course, nothing is new under the sun, right? But there was a big effort to, like, deny that that sort of thing was going on at that time. Now, completely out in the open.
1: Yeah, it's completely out in the open. And so, Dylan awesome actually um (laughs) dylan and he'll get into this uh didn't believe i guess in years for upgrades on iphones he had heard that you lose contacts and all this
0: and that it was keeping him out of the game was it? yeah
2: well i mean for me i'm a big i've lost all my contacts before and i really feel like there's like nothing worse in the world than to lose all your contacts and, and have to start asking people for their phone number and try to find ways to to get back these contacts
0: until you ultimately learn the standing on the sidelines while the masses flock to jake maddox is in fact worse well then
2: that. yeah when i saw this going on and it had been a, a long time coming nick was saying you know you should really get a tinder we're here on cape cod like why not like there's no reason not to yeah yeah i will i will uh but i got to you know, I got to get the right pictures first was a big thing. Yo, we got to make sure you, you know, get your – house. you
0: know him well enough to know that he was just kicking the can down the road with that?
1: No, no. He I, – I, he was all legitimate. He just was like, I'm not going to sign up without quality photographs of myself. He's not a big social media guy, so he's no. not big on the Facebook. Uh, yeah, own a Twitter. Very tweet.
0: disappointing Twitter. Yeah. I don't even – He has some great lines.
1: I don't
2: even know my password. Like I couldn't even check my Twitter. I read I, – Talk about smoking. That was a New Year's resolution two years ago. I'm gonna get it to Twitter. It still hasn't hit. I've tweeted one time. So tweet at Tim Kirchin, actually. <laughs> no response.
1: We live with Kelsey Grant, team photographer. So handy person to live with. Takes, you know, a series of photographs mm-hmm. of Dylan and it, which, so I got it. the ducks yeah.
2: are in order, you know, the Literally. soldiers are there. Everything's going his in his user
1: pictures with a duck.
2: Oh yeah, it's it's a good point. Uh everything is set. Okay, so let me go let me download Tinder. Well phone won't let me download it because it's such a primitive version. Well, first, it's like, you need to update your software. We won't even consider unless your software's updated. I've never updated my software. How how many many years? Oh, three three years. So when the the software updates were starting to get big, and it seems like what, every couple months you're supposed to update it? Well, I've never done that. So they're like, okay. So I'm like, ah, well, I'll update it, thinking, yeah, no big deal. You update your software. Well, I go for the update and it's telling me I don't have enough space, so I'm deleting all my apps. MLB TV, not nah, you're not important anymore. I watch the Yankee games on the computer. Yeah, happy
0: it happened. Yeah,
2: happy it happened. Uh, uh, the only things I won't slappy birds, you know, everything. The fla- yeah. it, it, they're gone. They're gone. You know, the only things I won't touch are my photos, my music. And my contacts. you
1: kept Snapchat.
2: And Snap. Well, you got to keep Snapchat. You got to keep
0: Snapchat. Oh, why have but, Tinder yeah. if you're not yeah, going exactly. to? Yeah, right? You got to
2: keep Snapchat. But, I mean, we're talking uh, these games are done. New York Times app to read. No, that's gone. You know, who needs that? Just to get this freaking Tinder. Because now I'm getting, you see, Jake's
0: got left and
2: right just yeah.
0: diesels. You're left the, and you're right. You're the Cleveland Cavaliers getting cap space. Oh,
2: yeah. But no matter how hard I try. I'm not even in field goal range to get it to the amount of memory. So I'm throwing my hands up. I'm getting frustrated. He's an oh, easy
1: to quick guy. You not know, like, to mention,
2: <laughs> not to mention, I was so concerned with the update. And this is all to get Tinder. This is unbelievable. I did this, and I said this for a while. And I think you thought I might have been smoking mirroring. My contacts me so much, I'm going to hand write each and every contact because people say, oh just plug the phone into the computer no 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 I've heard a couple horror stories, probably user errors I'm not plugging my phone in any computer it's all they're gone you know so I sat down three hundred contacts or so hand wrote it's three pages, two columns tiny tiny print took me like two hours wrote down every single contact name phone number all right now we're in line. Let's go to AT&T now. Let's get the update. Like, let's figure this out. They have out. no
0: power over you anymore. They yep. can't sell yes. you more phone than you need. They can't give you some BS $50 oh, service yeah. making your numbers magically appear. Oh, yeah. You're holding all the cards. Exactly. Well, So
2: I think. So I go in there. I go up to the guy and my phone, you
1: know, the update. He's like, one hey, with the is he's not a big, no, no explanation guy like you know we go to Midas for a card thing the, the light is on you you have to fix it please like it's not he's not one for
0: explanation. whatever yes, you yes, yes, do. yeah 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 I,
2: I I'm I'm over the, the pageantry of it all just do what you got to do and and whatever don't explain it don't explain I don't need it need to
1: understand like, it as long as this it what works
2: you know so I go great quality about him. I I go and I go up to the guy and I show him. Yeah, I can't update. You know, I'm not telling him why, but I can't update my phone. It says I lost memory. What am I supposed to do? And he looks like, well, when's the last time you update your phone? I don't. You know, I'm now pissed. Like, what's with the you know third degree <laughs> over here? Stop interrogating me. I don't know. It's been a while. He's like, well, I hate to say this to you, but it doesn't work like that. You can't skip these updates and then. Skip seven updates and then just go to this one. Hey, it, your phone will crash. Anything you want to do will just not have the space to do it. You can't do it. So instead of saying, "Oh, like I have this like slow phone, I can't," I'm like, "Wait, so no Tinder? Like I I can't get Tinder now?" So he's like, "You really should get a new phone." All right, let's let's get. And in. you should have. Hey, I should have. It's long overdue. Let's get the new phone. Let's get it. You know, let's get it in. That's a whole process in itself. So, but I did lose the contacts, by the way. I, it did happen. I get the new phone. It's back and forth to AT&T. It's a whole, you know, charade, all this stuff. Finally, finally get the new phone. First thing I do, download Tinder. We're in
1: the ballgame. We're
2: ready to go. So that's how uh, it did happen. So, yeah, he's so got, got the, the whole
1: thing. But, but, but also hear me on this, because I think this is underrated part of this story, is I've run into this situation 30 times. It's not under Dylan's name. It's not. It's under his dad's name. And he calls his dad. His dad hasn't been aware that he's been, like, getting his phone bill or something like that I along mean, that lines. Yeah. So his dad, I guess, has been unknowingly – You know, it's a really old plan, so it's probably not expensive anyway. But Dylan's, not, like I said, not a big phone – guy so he's probably like a cheap plan but his dad had no idea he was paying it i had no i mean, it just yeah
2: stupidly i mean, I you know another thing i don't investigate things i'm just you know i pay my bills yeah, and if all it's
0: that. Now still working now you're in a situation where it, you have to explain to your well, father now it's, why now it's now i need extreme departure needs in to your normal put me into behavior. the account
1: <laughs> he needs his dad's social and so he calls his dad and, and honestly ron Visano is the definition of Legend of the Game. Like, honestly, I throw that title around, but, like, this is my king. Like, up on Mount Everest sits Ron Vazano as Legend of the Game. Like, honestly, I I could go on for hours about the guy. Like, hysterical, brilliant, I just (laughs) – such an original man. But he – Dylan goes, Dad – my phone's broken, I'm at AT and T. They need to know your social <laughs> to, yeah, to verify to verify that I need a phone, you know. And and, and that response probably is that'll get my social out. Yeah. And Dylan's uh, <laughs> good Oh Jesus Christ, like all of this I'm out an AT and T. Right.
0: And he won't give me the He's thing. He's like, no, 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 the NSA is listening. Uh, he we goes, uh, have, that.
1: Call, have someone call me. He's much like Dylan. Have him call me. I'll talk to somebody if need be. You know, that gets worked out. But that was a hiccup that took a day. Oh, yeah, that was a day, an extra day. And it, yeah, so he gets it. He's got his four photos. He's tindering like crazy. Now same same I'm sitting strategy, here. Just yeah.
2: Boom, 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 you know. Like everybody. I'm sitting here yet.
1: now, and now I'm, you know, I got Jake on my right, him on my left. You know, oh I've matched her, I've matched her, look how hot she is, look how horrible she is, you know, it's a little bit of everything. And you know, I'm like, oh my god, like, you know, I've got a girlfriend, and this seems so exciting, and whatever. Out of nowhere, me and Christina end. So Feta on a three-year relationship.
0: Okay. Devoted whoa, my whoa, god! Again. Oh my god, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> the passion tree
1: Four oh. of them went right into the net!
0: Trinquan Did you see, that? Oh, my
1: Did you see and they're
0: it? still here?
2: God. Dylan's
0: got, the play by play guy. Dylan. I, I thought it.
2: it was the end. There were like 30 geese. It just Oh, I thought it was the end. It just well, flew Well no, there's head.
1: a big screen behind home plate, and four of them just went straight into the screen and fell down. Whew, looked like they'll be alright. Not flying away yet. Wow.
0: Okay. That was a thing.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Wish that was on film. <laughs> Literally into the screen, dropping. What were we talking about? Diesels.
0: We were definitely something related.
1: No, it was Christina and I.
0: Yes, I was going to say devoted listeners to this podcast will remember the story that you told of the two of you mini golfing last year. (laughs) And you insisting not letting her finish a hole without shooting her way through. Insisting that she make the adjustment. Her getting angry throwing a golf club at you.
1: And she finally made the adjustment and we ended. I think (laughs) (laughs) listening. So I mean she she took the words to heart. <laughs> but um happy it happened. Not you know not sad, you know, happy it happened. But um it has been oh it's a whole new world out there, John. I mean I you know I don't go out to bars, I'm not a big drinker, right. you know, so i can mean, I tell the story from my yeah, perspective yes, the next time? So. Yeah.
0: We're at a game. The other night, and Dylan's sitting at the leftmost seat as he does like I used to when I did play-by-play. You're sitting next to him between the two of us. I'm sitting on the right in the room where you broadcast. And you guys are doing your thing. I love it when the two of you call a game because you're so good. It's so easy to listen to. It's a lot of fun. But I'm noticing that as you're going through the game, you just keep banging on the table. Like I keep hearing one (laughs) finger tap, 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 tap. And I don't know what's going on. Like, I figure maybe it's a nervous thing you're doing. You're worried about the game or, you know, you're waiting for somebody to call you because you're trying to line up dudes from other leagues to get them in here to play for the team. And um, it's revealed to me between innings that you're working on Tinder. Now, the last I knew, you were, you were still running the Jake account and you were conducting your social experiments. And I was like, oh, you doing Jake's right now? You go, no, 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 this is single Nick. And um, I just I was very confused by what you said, and I was just like, he's like, no, no, he's like, Christina's out, Single Nick's here, Single Nick's liking every girl, and I was like, what? You're just like, oh yeah, that's what this tapping is. I'm just hitting like on every yeah, right. And he expanded
1: the radius to 100 miles.
0: Yeah, so. he did. That's the max, right? Well, I'm a broken man.
1: Yeah. I mean, like that's been you know, another thing, like a broken it man. Is. And so you know, although like, and you know, I'm not a bullshitter. Like the the, the, the great thing about this breakup with Christina was it was. It was very amicable. It was like, yeah, like this This isn't working. So it, it, it ended and then we have to talk to each other in three weeks. There was no fight. There was, it was just like, hey, listen, yeah, we're done. After and that. happy it happened. Best part of a breakup and I mean like the single best part is the weight loss. I mean I have no appetite right now. I'm, I mean I'm not overly sad. That's the thing. It's like I'm not sitting here like – weeping like what is she doing i can't leave my bed i'm pretty proactive oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy high Very energy supported. right now i have no appetite and it, it, you know i was bumming pretty hard for a week but i mean this has happened to me with an ex before where i dropped 30 pounds over six weeks because you know you're something internally is taking it harder than something else i have the
0: opposite of that gene anyone who saw me when i first got home from atlanta knows that um wow that's incredible but then I went back to paying attention to you broadcasting. You're doing your your knock up color analysis on plays that happen, and you're tapping while you're talking on the air. I'm just noting, you know, Dylan will call a play, you know, ground ball deep into the hole at shortstop. Bo Shears makes the play, throws on to first, out at first, two out, and you just be like, "Yeah, he made a real good adjustment on that ball going deep into the hole. Had time to set his feet, got into the throw, tapping all the while." And I was I was amazed. I was yeah, amazed. it's. I was like trying to do the
1: math I think like cuz I have mean, I've it's I mean we're so deep into it now it's here's the thing about Tinder there there is I think there's a method to it you have to have cuz you're being judged on four photographs five photographs whatever you have to have like a, a marquee killer to get someone's attention now it doesn't necessarily need to be a great shot of you But it needs to be either then something crazy, not necessarily paragliding or something, but like you in the dugout with Derek G like how why is he there? You know, are you backstage at a you know a concert working event? Something like what they don't find you that attractive, but they're like, Oh, but like, you know, what's spa why they why is let's get into conversation about this. So you know, I've now been able to see, as the team actually logged on to Ian Jabot's, there's no password. You just take someone's phone, open Tinder, and start liking, and you can just go to preferences set. If you're looking for men or women, they, of course, set men for Ian and started liking every guy. And so I got, for the first time ever, to see what the guys put. And these were, they had made it so he was a female. So he was just, these weren't gay guys. These were straight guys. He now is in the girl section. And, I mean, these dudes are ripped. I mean, just Jack Diesel specimens. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get it now. It's like, you know, if every one of these girls, ranging from, like, a six or above, girls you see that are, like, kind of pretty are are put on such a pedestal on Tinder, and they're getting, like, oh, here's, you know, Nick being interviewed by Fox College Sports, and then here's, like, an Olympian. You know, I just don't stand a chance. So you got to be creative, and that's where I stand out. I think that's my best part of attribute to myself is I might not look as hot as you, but I am definitely wittier and smarter than you. So a big thing Dylan and I put in is your bottom line is just plain and simple. Went to high school with the Olsen twins. Huge. People are intrigued by this and and, it, and it's, and it's worked well. But the thing is you and, and DJ Jamie who kills Tinder,
0: like just, yeah, I, well, I mean, he's the he's the total. He's package. got the body. He's, the he's got yeah, he's got everything.
1: Yeah. So DJ's big thing has always been you need to show like the four facets of yourself. So you need to show you're an athlete. So you do you know an athletic shot, whether you're playing a sport, or, you know whatever. You need to do the body shot, shirtless, whether at the beach, sports, still, whatever. You need to show like the well dressed preppy side of yourself that show you can clean up well. And then he's like, if you could do something in the workplace, you show that you're you're hard work. Well, he's got this whole science to it, and it works really well for him. And it just it just I where you know it just blows my mind that we're we're in an era now where this is what it's come to. Like the four pictures from Facebook that you're being pulled, it's yes or no, whether someone's gonna like you. And even if they do like you, you're meeting you're meeting on a social application. I like your four pictures. I mean I've liked girls we've matched that look beautiful and I get super pumped. So then the next thing you got to make sure is you're not being catfished. Like, is this a legitimate human being, you know, guy or girl? So you try to ask for an Instagram, a Snapchat, a Facebook. And, you know, when they're relentless to give it to you and they are, when they, they're, you you know, I don't know. Then you get a little nervous. But then I've had so many that once you do add them and it's not just the face, you're like, well, okay, yep. They are there's a secret to this. They are not good looking at all, and they're 300 pounds overweight. And I mean, so there's there's like matching isn't the end all be all. It's it's you you then have to figure out if they're a, a man or a woman, and if they are man or woman, if they are actually remotely what they look like in their three photos. So Tinder, um, if I were to rate it one through ten on an application, I rated a ten. My success on Tinder TBA. I've got a couple of things in the bag. Um, didn't do as well as I thought I would do. I thought I literally would be bringing in diesel after diesel because, I mean, I thought I have some good photos, um, good opening lines. and That's a big part of Tinder is once you've matched, what's your first line to them? Example, friend of the show, Justin Haley, a uh, guy I've worked kayaking with for a couple of years now. We saw ran into him today. We say, Justin, you know, what's your what's your marquee line right now? Because he's really good at this. So his line when he matches with a girl is, "Now that we've matched on Tinder, what are the, what are your two other wishes?" Which is like just that. brilliant. It is, um,
0: and so you know it's something witty like that. So now with DJ, this is sort of how I first gained a little bit of knowledge. Here is he was farming out work. He wanted to open with famous quotes and so he had me googling and determining what the best Ralph Waldo Emerson quotes would be for him to say because DJ was, was in an interesting himself.
1: position DJ was in I have so many likes that I can f around with my likes right where we're uh, like yeah. oh
0: okay wow we've got right. one we
1: like we've got I mean yeah. likes are easy to come by but a quality like but you're is hard you're playing with
0: 4 fouls and DJ has yes. so fouls to give exactly and I ended up giving him and he agreed and he ran with it, always do that which you are afraid to do, Ralph Waldo Emerson.
1: Yeah, I mean he probably killed him. Yeah, he yeah,
0: probably he did. Probably are good. you going with the Olsen twins line as well?
2: Yeah, I've got that in there. I've got that in there. You know. It's factual, so
0: I it's mean, a yeah. good fact because it's just far enough off the beaten path that yeah. people are gonna believe it to be true when they read it. They're well also dismiss I dismiss it out of hand. I've
1: recently deleted it because I lie my age. I say I'm 24.
0: Oh, and anybody that does the math.
1: He does the math. Oh. If I went to high school, with the Olsen twins. I mean,
0: mm. you're you're
2: ancient. That's uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to change that.
1: Um, so yeah, and I have no shame in changing it either. Like, here's the way I look at it: We're on Cape two. I mean, me for me, a month probably, but Dylan, two more weeks. It's like you're not gonna marry this person. So, you know, two years never hurt someone unless it's 18. And then it really hurts. So, hurts. <laughs> but uh, I've set it to twenty and above, mm-hmm. just to try to escape that. Because that's a whole nother nightmare, which I think is not worthy of friends of the show.
0: Yeah, no, I would say no. There are a few things that aren't worthy of friends of the show that I think are deserving of their own conference between the three of us that uh, won't be on the podcast. <laughs> so we may have to get into that. But uh, thrilled that you guys were able to come do this again. Update us when you're leaving and your odds of coming back. Dylan, I know you're gone, like, immediately. Tennessee Tech is going to have the the jet waiting for you at McKeon Park. We win the championship. You're going to go try to celebrate on the field. Armed guards are going to, like, tase you and Uh, stuff you in the back, and off you go. uh,
2: Recently I was able to, uh, because they know, they're well aware. Menlo wasn't. We used to work at Menlo, and I had the same thing, come up here, have to get back. They weren't too aware as the season, when it ends. Tennessee Tech's all over it. Oh, you got born tonight. Oh, I see. They're, they're well aware. Also a player on the team from Tennessee Tech. Uh, so I recently said, oh, you know, even if we were to get eliminated early, the league wants me to do work for them. I, you know, I got to stick around a little longer, what, what have you. So they uh, granted that, and now I'm looking at a probably August 16th departure.
1: Not bad. So – and for me, things changed drastically three weeks ago from Christina and I moving in together, which we've already done previously before, moving back to los angeles um and I was gonna wait on her to finish you know save a little bit of money, maybe even go into you know October pending season two of a show I work on um so now, no anchor um I think uh, I stay here till September first. I got a friend, Alex Getty, um, who I've traveled cross country with a couple times. It's gonna fly out after his job ends, and uh, we're gonna go southern route, see Dylan, and then with the documentary we're working on. You know, I uh, are visiting UConn, um, going to Jacksonville to visit North Florida, Tulane, so to visit some of the colleges the kids go to and get interviews with their coaches. So making it a little into that. So two weeks. So I'll be into September
0: and then give the plug playoff baseball starting Wednesday night Arnie Allen Diamond how can people hear these calls and are, first of all i need some commitment are the two of you on board for every broadcast well i'm 100% you are. yeah
2: every every well, inning of every game it's a little bit different with his
1: with me doing the broadcasting it's really hard with the documentary due to the fact that John Ryan has up and left he, really? uh, he up and left, assistant cameraman. Uh, just, I don't know. Had something in New York. Said he was done. Faded. Well, literally, just literally walked off. Came. Is... We, 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 you know, it was a payment. I paid him. You know, Not he gets paid in installments. Wow. And he was just like, hey, you know, I just think this is gonna be our last Harbor Hawk game. Just yes. all right. So um, that puts what was four cameramen down to two. So. Ooh. To have Jake be the sole one might be a little hard. But
0: I'd rather have it be you guys than the roster going into yeah. playoffs. It's usually the roster that thins out and you've got a pitcher playing right field and first base. We're not there yet, so no, I I know mean, it's, it's definitely. Next for you, but I'd rather it were you. It's definitely
1: doable. I mean the yeah. one thing that for me that's hard is that you know, you've guys like Chris Morales and Zach Chase who have called mm-hmm. probably thirty five to thirty, you know, eight of the games. I've called six, so then it's like, you know, the marquee games comes in, oh Nick comes in and takes, you know, over colour, but I think I've earned it with five years. So if I if the opportunity presents itself, I think you know I'll definitely jump on. Also, you know I get nervous during the games. I, th- I find that calling a, a game actually kind of eases those nerves a little bit. so you have to think about calling a game. But um, if we could just briefly talk, Dylan, get into this odds of moving on through the first round. You like your odds against Falmouth? What do what do you think? I'm very confident.
2: Uh, 65% chance of advance.
1: Um, I'm, I'm right there with him. I actually, I do feel very confident. Um, Falmouth for listeners at home, one of the better teams led the league in all stars. I think mm-hmm. The offense is great. Two great starters. We're going to go up against, but, um, three and three in the season. Also, if you think John that, that game, Bobby Mellie lined out to end easily could have won that game.
0: Was that the 4-2 to two game? Yeah. Oh, that was the worst loss of
2: the year for me. Hyannis has beaten Falma three consecutive times, too, after starting on 3 against them. And uh, there's a different feel this summer, I feel like, between the other two where, that we've seen a playoff run where we've been We've been, been the place. favorite. You don't exactly. want to be the favorite
0: in this tournament. And I'll
2: go to what Chad Gassman said very early in the year. The Hyannis manager said, I feel like this team's got a third place in them. And get ready to go on a glorious playoff run.
0: We're in third, and place. that was one weekend. That'd be the heater to end all heaters. I mean, third place
1: immediately, just like you said, one weekend, and it, and it just feels like it because it's like the team was so good, it was so bad, it was good again, and it's we're kind of going in with some momentum. I mean, Chad was so upset after that loss the other night. Oh, you don't want to go in the playoffs with you know a loss, but it's you're throwing guys in for innings of work and. I think the team is relatively, you know, healthy going into the playoffs. You don't have any, like, Skylar Ewing incidents, you know, where your number four hitter is out two days before the season starts. The team is here. We, we, we're we completely full, actually. We have no vacancies on the roster. I think you have good guys to come off the bench. I think you have speed. And I actually what was once, I could think what was bringing down the team was pitching. I think you have quality arms to go to in the pen, and the league gets so watered down this time of year, I think – We may have the most complete team. I think the championship series to me is this first round. If you can get past Falmouth, the guys then buy into wanting to win the whole thing. It's okay. If we lose in the first round, we get that week at home. But if we don't and we advance, it's two days. I mean, what is two extra days? You might as well win it. We've never gotten to that point. So I'm really interested to see if we get out of that first round, you know, if the guys really
0: buy into, hey, let's, let's win this damn thing. All right, well, I want to leave on that happy note because you've got me in a good place going into playoff game one. I appreciate that. So I want to thank you, Dylan and Nick, and also Simo and Zach for going out winning that huge softball game today. That's going to make my night, probably going to make my week, at least until we get it rolling in the playoffs. And hope we can get you guys back before you leave. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, John. All right, and thank you most of all to the Friends of the Show for somehow, some way, for some reason, still listening to the Friends of the Show podcast.